Hello, and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. That's right, folks. My name is AJ Kearns, and I'm your host here each and every week. We do this shit every week, folks. Introducing you to the artists and designers from around the world who help bring our favorite beers and breweries to life. Yes, it's a niche. Yes, it's very specific. But we're having a fucking great time doing it. And we thank you for being a part of it. So this week is episode number 96, Noventa y Seis. We're getting close. We are approaching on the century mark. And this week's episode features the one and only Jack Liakas. Jack is the creative force behind the current designs and labels for Six Point Brewery right out of Brooklyn. That's in Nueva York, New York. And we had a great time talking to Jack. He's got a good perspective. Loves what he's doing. He's from one of my favorite places on earth, Maine. And just a all-around good dude. So I think you're going to dig this one. It's a great way to enjoy Season 9. It is fucking cold out here. This is uh, the polar vortex version of the podcast. I can't say that will warm me up, but we definitely, uh, as you're trying to stay warm, if you're here kind of Midwest to East Coast, if you're in those warm states, I don't want to hear about it. But it is cold. Cold, cold, cold. And we'll tell you about the anecdote where we'll just say there's a user error trying to use a fireplace the other night and we had to have the fire department come to the house but this is not a self-deprecating make fun of the host podcast so we're just going to keep moving on you can find out more information about jack on his instagram on the ig his uh, handle is release underscore the dot hounds as we tell him he's the only artist i've met with the underscore and dot naming convention it's very unique it's very jack but it's very very him so this is the 16 ounce canvas we'll give you a little rundown of how you can find us 16ozcanvas.com 16ozcanvas on facebook twitter and instagram use that hashtag tic-tac-toe pound sign whoever you want to describe it tell your friends but it's rocking and rolling. It's a great source for seeing creativity. It's been a great source for us to find new artists, new designers. We've already gotten a slew of recommendations for season number 10, and we cannot be more excited. We'll probably uh, have that shit locked down pretty soon for you. So that's exciting. And we're looking at what we should be doing next. So we can't believe it. Season 9 is, uh, is in great spirits. We're back here in the U.S. Had a wonderful time. In the Netherlands, I uh, got to spend the day in Belgium. You know, as we you know hinted at, got to go to Cantillon, also Tres Fontaines, and it was just uh, it was just a wonderful experience. The amount of uh, delicious lambics and, and beers that we had were just uh, were, were second to none. Definitely brought some of those bad boys home. You know what I'm saying? Get ready for the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't really care about the Super Bowl. I mean, we're, we always have people over, and we'll have a little tasting. Some beers will be had. But it's the Patriots who are there every year, and I live in New England, versus the cheating Rams, who I don't really care if they win or not. So I guess just if they could come with a tie 
or maybe like a few years back when it, they lost power for a little while and just did not come back on. But, you know, we'll figure it out. I might say that I might pull for the for the Patriots, but I don't know if that's blasphemous or not. But this isn't one of those sports shows, so we'll, uh, we'll leave that for another time, another place. Remember, you can check us out on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Alexa, Google Home. Let them know you want to hear us. Do us a solid, leave a review, click on the stars. More stars, more fun. That's what they say. So five stars if you dig it. If you don't, you know, that's cool too. But we thank everybody who's left a review or given us their feedback. We really do appreciate it, and we are having a, a great time. So like I said, this is episode number 96, and we're really excited to also let you know that we will be featuring the one and only Miss Heidi Geis, 48 Beer Project. We have our updated segment. It's our first with her this year. Catching up with her down south and sharing that information with you, where she is, what she's doing, and uh, banter, banter goes. So, without further ado, let's get right into it. Episode number 96, Noventa y Seis, with the one and only Mr. Jack Liakis, right here on the 16-ounce canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. That's how you do it. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the 16-ounce canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. Really excited to have with us today, checking in via Brooklyn, Mr. Jack Liakis, designer at Six Point Brewery. Thanks so much for making the time to join us today, Jack. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me on. And uh, Happy New Year. So that's kind of cool. We've got a new happy year. Happy New Year, absolutely. New, new season. This is a my se- first. Am I the first for the year? You are. You won't be the first episode for the year, but you're the first interview of the year. So yeah, it's 2019, <laughs> right, and yeah, you know, yeah. kind of show a little behind the curtain. Yeah, so it's exciting. You are, you're part of our, our season nine crew, and so it's uh, it's kind of it's kind of crazy. You know, we uh, amazing. Yeah, you and I have been talking for a little while. You know, I think we talked when you first started working with Six Point, and you were you know rolling out your new looks and designs, and so I think it was just fitting that we. <clears throat> you know, allowed that momentum to build up and, you know, you've been really crushing it. And so I think it's just a perfect, perfect time, new year, you know, who dis and, uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks, make it, man. Making it happen. Yeah. Absolutely. Excellent. Yeah. It's amazing that you had, you have nine, nine yeah. seasons, man. It's, it's awesome. fucking, oh yeah. You're it's, doing something, it's, you're doing it's, something amazing, man. It's, all been it's crazy. All really. I mean, it, I know. Yeah. love it. So, yeah, I really appreciate it. I mean, like, I don't know. It's uh, it's a great opportunity to meet folks from like yourself from you know around the world, and you know, it just uh, it means a lot that you know people are digging on it. So, so so thanks for that. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Excellent. Now, for folks following at home, if you want to see some of Jack's work and his hijinks, it's on Instagram. It's release underscore the dot hounds, and you can see you know some sketch work. You can see. You know, just debauchery, you know, life, you know, and uh, all that all that comes with the the jack, the full jack package. Yeah, a little bit of everything in there. <laughs> yeah, which I like. I think that I think obviously I don't think we, we, you know you can make the argument with everything. There's not one cookie cutter way to do everything. And I, I like when people show some of themselves. Others have a you know I'd say stale, but that kind of sounds like insulting. Where it's just very like design, design, design. But even your work, you show some of your sketches, which I really like. You know, you have the you know, the marshmallow vibes, you know, early label sketch, pencil sketch yeah, you did for yeah, yeah. Barrel Steel, which I think is dope. And I so I think it's really cool just to, you know, to, to see that. And you can see, you know, how you're influenced by, you know, graffiti and that type of stuff too. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. 
All right, Jack. So this is your big moment here. We like to kick it off where I just kind of relax and uh, you know what's kind of what's what's the what's the Jack story? How did you kind of you know get into to drawing and design and you know just you know as much or little you want to tell about yourself and we'll kind of just see where we go from there. Yeah, sure. Um, so you know I grew up with uh, raised by two two amazing parents. You know my my mom is an artist and my dad is a musician. So you know, like just, just from a very young age, I've kind of been surrounded by just some awesome, you know, just amazing creativity. And, uh, my mom's like an unbelievable, uh, oil painter. She's, you know, she's an illustrator. She did some fashion illustration here and there. It's like, she kind of was like an awesome visual, uh, person, you know, like the, the main visual person in my life. And then my dad has just been, you know, he's been a musician for, for my entire life still is, uh, doing it full time, which is awesome. And uh, yeah, he's just, you know, both of them together kind of helped me, you know, turn into who I am now and pushed me and let me, you know, explore that creative side and are always very supportive of that, which is, which is huge. So uh, yeah, you know, just from a young age, I just, for whatever reason, you know, drawing was just like my thing, you know, I was just always drawing, like drawing, drawing, drawing all the time. Every, every moment I could do it, you know, just became like my obsession. And, uh, you know, I, I had, I was lucky enough to have some friends who were, who were into it as well. One of my best friends from, you know, when I was, met this kid in second grade, I think Eric Sampson, he, he and I would just hang out and, you know, we would just draw. Like that was like, that was all we would, we would both draw and we'd like make comics and we'd kind of like clash on each other. And at the same time, you know, like looking back now, we were kind of both teaching each other in a way because he had his own particular style. And, you know, I obviously had my own style and before even, you know, I don't think we even realized what, what style meant back then, but you always knew it. Cause you were like, Oh, his stuff is so cool. It's so different than mine. And so, yeah, it's just drawing was like the real Genesis, I guess, of where, where I've got to now. Now let's give a little plug. Is Eric, is he still drawing? Is he still being creative? Yeah, he definitely is. Yeah. He's a, he's an amazing artist. Um, we both grew up in Maine, so he's, he's back in Maine right now, but, uh, yeah, he, he's, he's still doing his thing, which is great. Oh, that's awesome. a lot of pe- there's a lot of people that I've met that, yeah, there's some people that I've met that I, you know, that were amazing artists when we were in like high school and, you know, you don't get, you don't see them doing much anymore, which is, which is always too bad, you know, kind of doesn't always stick with everybody. And, um, you know, it's nice to, I can't imagine, you know, not doing it, you know? Yeah, and I think that, like you said before, your parents, I think that's really important. I mean, I think now, more than ever, it's, you know, the, I don't know, the universe or just kind of life has allowed people to be a little more creative and find ways to make money off of that. But I think that if you don't have a good infrastructure or support team, you know, you're easily, I mean, I'm a parent, and you can easily steer your kid to do some shit, shit that you think is a better decision, you know? Like, I know I went to school right, when right. I was like, oh... My dad thinks I'm going to be an accounting major, so I'm going to be an accounting major. Right. And it was like, first day <laughs> yeah, of class, yeah. I was like, uh, I need to get the fuck out of here. Like, I can't do this. Like, I can add. I'm good. Oh, I'm a good numbers dude. But, like, right. like algebra was cool, but, like, I'm not, I can't, you know, I can barely bounce, you know, I can't balance my checkbook, you know. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> yeah, honey, but, yeah. So, so I think that's, I think that's cool. I mean, that your parents were, you know, the creatives and you kind of, and that was the norm to be creative, especially your dad as a musician and your mom you know, working, you know, 
working all the different angles. So that's great. Right. Yeah, my dad my dad definitely had a moment though when I was like, I want to go to art school. And he was like, Hold up a minute. Oh, hold on a minute now, you know. He he gave me one of those. So that yeah. happened. But uh we got him we got him through the finish line. We convinced him in the end. Now he's you know, he's obviously now he couldn't be more happy, but he definitely you know, for good reason, you know, you see, you know, art school is you can come out of art school in a bunch of different ways. So it's like you never know what's going to happen. But. Yeah, I definitely, yeah. I, I mean, I went to a business school, so at least I felt like I had some confines. I felt art school has, like, this, like, black box idea. Like, no one really knows what's going on. Like, as a business school guy, I'm always like, what was art school like? My 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 uh, roommate was a theater major, so I guess that was as close as my experience. Yeah, but I just feel definitely. like, yeah, I feel, yeah, art school is, like, a definitely an unknown thing. So I could definitely see him being like, whoa, but, yeah, good on you, yeah. Pop. good on you, Pops. Yeah. What does your dad play? Yep. He's a well. He's a he plays everything then, but his, yeah. his his main instrument is a guitar. Nice. So he plays guitar and then, but he he's just like you know, he's a he's a legend. He can play you know saxophone. He plays the drums. He plays bass. He plays piano. He can just like pick something up and he just he just makes it work. It's it's pretty amazing. Yeah, right. It's fuck. It's kind of yeah. It's I tried to take yeah, guitar lessons yeah. for a while and it was like oh I could play like a couple. Of I was like all right, well that was good. I'm like. Yeah, I had my fun. Can you play? Yeah, I actually play the drums. Oh, nice. So growing, you know, growing up with him was awesome, too, because we, we play music whenever I go back, and which is great. He plays out all the time, so whenever I go home, sometimes I'll sit in with him when he's playing a show. I don't play that much here, unfortunately, um, but, you know, we do. I do have some friends here that I can get together and jam with. Kind of hard to have a uh, drum kit. Yeah, unfortunately, but <laughs> yeah. you gotta, that's like ninety yeah, percent of your not, square not the footage. Neighbors, the neighbors yeah. aren't the most happy about it. Yeah, yeah, space wise too, right? It's like, all right, that's your whole apartment. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Now, what part of what uh, what part of Maine did you grow up in? Because we go to Maine's a big. Uh, it's really we go there every year, so it's really important for our family too. We, I like Maine. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, so I'm from uh, just outside of Augusta, Maine, so central, somewhat central Maine, and. Uh, yeah, I grew up there my whole life. Um, go back whenever I can. Still, still call it home. Still have my main ID. Actually, funny enough, <laughs> never got it. been in New York for ten years. I still don't have a main ID. There you go. Still, sorry, still don't have a New York ID. Still got my main ID, but uh, that's you know, keeping that, it. That's technically against the law. Awesome, it's technically against the law, but we're not gonna hold that against you. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna narc yeah. on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we. No, no, yeah, we've heard we've had worse things said. <laughs> no, we go to uh, we go to Harrison, Maine, every summer. So my uh, my wife's uncle has a ca- cabin there on, on uh, Long Lake, and so we do at least a week a year awesome. in Maine, if not more, if we can. Yeah, it's it's the best, especially you know summertime in Maine is it's hard to beat. Yeah, right. And obviously, there's there's a lot of good beer happening there too, so. You're not even like, yeah, I mean, for, even the, I mean, the beer part is great, but just like the whole vibe, I mean, it's, it's a little slower and I like that. It's, you're off the grid. You can, like we were talking before about the holidays, you really kind of are able to enjoy it. And it's, yeah, it, I don't know. I, I didn't think, I, I didn't think much of it the first time we went, just more, I was like, oh, we'll go to Maine. That's cool. We like, you know, we had two nickels rubbed together and we had an offer to stay at a cabin. I was like, that's cool. A week without paying, you know, yep. 
you know, renting a place and we, you know, we can't go up enough. You know, we're, I'm, I'm always looking at property up there and what have you. So, yeah, big ups to, yeah, vac- big ups to vacation place, land. Sure. Yeah, right? Fucking, uh, we, we big, love vacation big time, land. Big time. Look at you. Yeah, you're like, I use this analogy a lot, but you're like country mouse and city mouse. You're doing like the extremes, Brooklyn and Maine. Yeah, also right. good on yeah. you, man. Yeah, it's funny because when I was a kid, that was like, I was like, I can't get the fuck out of here fast enough. Yeah. But now that I'm here, you know, obviously I'm like, uh, you know what? I'm pretty good. I gotta bring everybody I can back there now. So yeah, it's cool. Definitely, that, yeah. definitely holds a special place in my heart. So good on you, man. Fuck, that's awesome. I mean, that makes it even cooler. I mean, yeah. I already you already I already did what you're doing, but the fact that you're got your ties in with Maine is pretty is pretty awesome. So I'm not gonna. I'm a big big fan of that too. So good on you. And then also, yeah. I mean, obviously, and then just to, it ties back to that. You've done work with you know Battery Steel in Maine, so that's really nice. Uh, yep. You know, nice to uh, kind of keep those roots you know tied together. So that's pretty awesome. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. I've, uh, good friend of Shane, who owns that spot. Who I actually my my other buddy Dylan Dylan Weber. He's he's the main brewer at. Uh, at a definitive brewery right now. So I was also able to do a little work for them when they first, when they first got off the ground. So there's a couple, a uh, couple awesome breweries and, you know, amazing friends are, that are doing stuff up there. It's, I feel like all my, you know, everybody that I know up there now is in the beer world. So it's pretty, it's pretty epic. Yeah. It's one of the, I mean, it's one of the spots to go for beer. In my opinion, if you're looking for, if you're looking for beautiful scenery, good people, awesome food and great beer, and it's, pretty chill you know portland maine and you know the surrounding areas i mean i i i'd put that up against anything right now yeah it's amazing you get you get the best of both worlds really excellent excellent so let's take a step back and talk more about you uh what what is your you know what kind of what is your process or what's your you know what kind of what's your medium what do you what are you working on obviously you're showing some of your pencil sketches so are you an analog guy? Are you are you kind of do, playing in both worlds with the digital stuff? What, what, what's uh, what's your process like? Yeah, so definitely, definitely um, love to start analog. You know, I love to start pen on pen on pen, pen on paper. Um, that's just you know that's just the way that I've been doing it for my entire life, and um, I really don't think there's any better way to do it. I have done a lot of illustrations where I've just started straight, you know, digitally. And, you know, those can have a cool look and I've done that a few times, but just for me personally, I just love to have like actual, you know, I love to be touching the paper with a pencil. Just like, I feel like I can, I can get the best out of my designs that way, you know, in a way where sometimes using a computer kind of uh, inhibits you. So um, I always, yeah, I definitely start, start on a pen and paper and basically I, I do end up finishing it into, in the digital side though. So I, draw my whatever my design is you know sketch do all kinds of sketches finally get to the place where i'm happy uh and then i scan it and vectorize it and i finish everything in illustrator so huge huge into the illustrate illustrator world and uh you know do all the coloring you know fine tuning with the design in that in that area but um yeah it's pretty much the straightforward kind of method that i use right now now is it You've always been a, like uh, kind of analog with the pencil stuff because I think that's I think that I mean I really like that but I just feel a lot of folks have kind of moved away from that for better or for worse but I mean you seem to be a 
pretty de- I, I love i mean i love that your pencil sketches and i love what you're showing so i mean i wouldn't want you to change that at all but i definitely uh it's impressive yeah. to to stick with that especially given some of the where, where things have gone with the you know the wakeums and the ipad pros and what have you right yeah i've seen a lot of people using those and obviously it looked fun I, i'd love to try that i have a wacom and i actually used to use it a lot more like a few years ago but honestly lately i've just been i don't know i feel like you can get the most out of you know your own personal style with when you're actually starting it with pen and paper you know i just i feel like there's there's no you can just kind of see directly through what's going on and I don't know. I just it it shows like the actual craftsmanship there, and you know, I just I think that that's important to me at least. I like having to see like that this did start that way. It did start the traditional way, I guess you could say. And uh, yeah, it's fun. Also, like you said, like it's fun to be able to show people kind of you know the sketches and stuff. Like people generally don't end up seeing that, and I know for me, whenever I do see that from other artists, I always I always get a kick out of it. Yeah, it's one of my favorite things. I mean, it really. As nerdy as that sounds, I just love when when that's there, just to see where it came from. Even just the color choices and you know the imperfections are some of my favorites. You know, I, I just like when you do yeah. digital. Obviously, you can clean up a lot of stuff, but sometimes when just right. there, there's a a line that's you know it's got a bump in it or you know it's not connected and it's not perfectly at a ninety degree angle, the corner stuff like that. You know, I love when that's you know you can see that and you know that's uh, you know. There's like a Ben Harper song with like with these two hands. It's just you know, I, I it's just I I love that shit. So it's totally yeah, yeah. It's all about the process, man. That's what that's what I love about it. You know, you sometimes you know people end up seeing the end result, which is you know awesome. But there's there's so much that goes in before that, and I think you know part of that for me is it's fun being able to have those sketches. Also, you know, you have those sketches that you can hold on to and you always end up with the final piece, but you can have, you know, having that sketch there too is, is pretty cool. So. Yeah. One of our artists said that was the hardest part. I think it was, uh, I think it was Chad Eaton who does work for great, uh, great notion out on the Pacific Northwest. But he said that he would yeah. have drawers and drawers of his stuff. And then when he went digital, he saw the benefits, right. And he loved it. It saved him all this time. You know, allowed him to work in different places that maybe previously was, was difficult, but when he was done, he said that he, that's the part that's been hardest for him is to not have that physical example. Like this was a physical embodiment right. of my time. So that 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 was that to me was one of the times I was like, man, that makes so much sense. You just create something and it's, it's zeros and ones digitally, and it's not something tangible you can touch. And well, I guess later you can touch it, but you know, you know what I'm saying. But you know. yeah, no, absolutely, it's. Yeah, it's it's tough because yeah, like you're saying, like digital digital stuff is just so it's easy and it's convenient, and I totally totally get it. And you can still do some, you know, people doing unbelievable stuff that way. But you know, I, I definitely love to like look back uh, and just have those you know sketchbooks full of stuff, and it's 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 nice. You know, it reminds you of like what you actually have done before. So yeah, I agree. I think it's great. Now. I think we came to learn of your stuff probably, I think towards the end of last year. So I, you know, I think we started. You know, I'm in Connecticut. We get a lot of the six point. You know, with that nice way of saying their labels before were a little. You know, they were they weren't and they were plain. They were simple, not an insulting way. They have the you know the thinner can, which is you know very, 
know, that is part of the brand. People know know that, but yep. you really kind of stepped on the scene and you know brought 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 the brand to life. I know there's a new direction with the beers, new a lot more styles being offered than the traditional kind of. A, probably there's I think there's probably like six or eight that were you know the kind of legacy beers. How did you kind of come to yep. uh, team up with Six Point? What was the what's the story there? Yeah, well, first off, yeah, I've been here for quite a while, which is which is awesome. I've been here for like, geez, like almost seven years, if, if not seven years now. Holy shit! Um, yeah, it's been it's been pretty pretty good ride, and um, yeah. So I went to school when I was going to school. I was in Brooklyn. Uh, I went to Pratt Institute. So being in Brooklyn, you know, obviously surrounding surrounded myself with with all kinds of fun shit that was going on around there and six point happened to be one of those you know one of those one of those beers that you know at the at the, the corner deli and i remember picking up one of their cans and just being you know my first thought was like you know this is really cool this is so different from what i've seen out there with beer not that i had that much knowledge before because i was probably drinking a bunch of bullshit anyways but i remember that particular moment I saw that and I was like, whoa, this is different. This is cool. And, uh, and you know, that kind of stuck with me for, for a while. And when I graduated, uh, I had this, you know, we had our listing of jobs around the area and how you could, you know, reach out to people and see how you get a, get a gig. And one of the, one of the things that popped up in there was six point and they were, they were looking for like a, you know, like a junior designer position. So I was like, this is unreal. Like, this is a, it's like a, the best of both worlds. Yeah. Don't think it is. And uh, so, yeah, I, I ended up applying for that and uh, yeah, and getting, getting the job pretty much like right after I graduated. It was in that summer, summer when I graduated in 2012. And uh, yeah, you know, seen, seen, seen it go through so many different stages and it's been, it's been a pretty awesome awesome experience yeah like i said living in, uh, in new england kind of the northeast you know since six points jumped on the scene that you know they've been a staple and they're always kind of uh you know trusted you know you always it was kind of the especially early on with like music festivals you know they were one of the first kind of craft beers that you could get in a can that was so it wasn't just like get it you know schleb in the right. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the notorious ones you know to the music festivals yep. and so it was and it was and the can was like you said the can was cool you didn't really know what was going on it kind of looked like an energy drink at first and then you know but yeah you know, many uh many a resin and uh bengali guy were, were having crushed by by this guy so that's uh that's always cool and yeah right on right on yeah and just yeah yeah, those, big ones for yeah too. exactly and so that was kind of cool and so like i said i think it was the hoodie was probably one of the first ones that i noticed was like whoa i didn't even realize it was six point because like i said right, right. I, i've learned saying simple so i would step back because when the crew listens to it i don't i'm not trying to shit on six point i would just i think that those simple clean colored you know thick text with the star was that was the branding and yep. you, you knew you saw green it was resin I think orange was Bengali. You know, you, you knew like that was it. Yep. Like that was that was the branding. So that was spot on. But I thought when I saw those hootie ones, it was like, whoa, what is it? Like I thought it was a new brewery. You know, I thought you know. So that was so that was wild to me that sure. 
that resin kind of made that that turn and you know, i think it made sense given you know trying all the new styles you know the brood ipa the new england ipa you know the hazy you know all that shit and i thought it was really smart so i just had a caveat there yeah awesome yeah yeah they you know it's the i was lucky enough to be able to when i first came in you know the 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 guy who did the design before my time uh, was this dude nate Carn, and he's just you know he's an amazing uh designer um i still i'm still in touch with him you know to this day and we we chat quite a bit just because he's he he created such a you know iconic look for them and he he's just good man he's just like i remember seeing his shit and i was just like damn like how am i ever gonna get this good and you know it was just like a cool having the experience to like work with him you know he worked out of wisconsin actually but um just being able to like kind of work with him day to day, just like, I think really helped, helped me, you know, it is cool to just like have that, somebody like that there with you. And I think that says a lot too. I think folks can be a little guarded about their craft or guarded about what they're trying to, you know, do. And so to have people who are willing to kind of, you know, lend a hand or kind of take some of the, the stress off just by being, you know, not being dicks. I think it's kind of, you know, it just goes a long way. Yeah, absolutely. And just a quick plug. I know other crew, I know some other folks over there at six point, uh, Aaron Daniels and, you know, max finance, you know, just giving quick, yep. plug, quick plug to those guys. They're both local oh, here yeah. in Connecticut. I've known both for, uh, max a little longer. And, uh, I think I, I remember yeah before he was, the the quality and education guru that he is now you know i think we we, we yep. did we did some trading and uh i, I actually remember okay. it's a weird story i don't know Matt, he's gonna think i'm a weirdo for remembering this but the, i think we had a beer we met to trade <laughs> beers at uh the ginger man in new haven and they had the the four beans barrel age it was before like it was a little easier to get like you know years ago it was like right know, right right it wouldn't go out to distribution very often especially and so i remember that just being such a incredible beer and then now that it's a little more accessible uh you know i'm happy as shit about that so so yeah pl- plug to those guys in the, cr- in the crew yeah that's what i like i think you got good yeah, people. they're good you dudes got good people over there and whenever you see what's going oh, on it's kind of uh, it's a good vibe yeah i couldn't ask for a better crew to work with over here they're just you know everybody's everybody's awesome man it's just i'm lucky i you know i kind of forget about that sometimes i'm like damn like i don't i don't hate anybody that i work with it's crazy you know? <laughs> i think that's i think that's rare but uh yeah, yeah. warm and fuzzies over there Hug, hugs galore for the beer, six point crew. beer brings the, the people together man it's it's an amazing it's an amazing beverage And we are back. I'm digging it, folks. I like sharing this shit with you. I think it's fun. I really think it's a nice opportunity to showcase artists, get their perspective, how they came to be. We gave every one of you out there the same set of pencils, same set of crayons, maybe some colored pencils, whatever. Same tools. We would all draw something completely different. Even if we had a theme, like when we did the doodle or die, you know, it was wonderful just to see everybody's their own perspective or interpretations of the ideas and concepts and words of the day. So it's just really nice 
Six Point has been a strong staple for a long time, especially here, you know, in my neck of the woods. Many a music festival was was rocked out to with, you know, resin, Bengali tiger, you know, high res, and just uh, good times ensued between myself, my brother-in-law, the one and only Mr. Frank Barris. I know you don't listen, Frank, but I still love you. And it's just, uh, yeah, it's just great. I really think it's cool what they're doing, the new direction. There's some great people over there. And it's just a really nice opportunity to talk to Jack. And I'm glad that, you know, we connected uh, several months back and were able to, you know, bring his story to life. And uh, there's more where that came from. So I hope you're digging it. Remember, you can follow along with Jack Release underscore the dot hounds on Instagram. He's the man over there at Six Point bringing these cans to life. But someone else who's, uh, well, she's now on the road, but she calls Maine home most of the time now. We're going to check in with Miss Heidi Geist, 48 Beer Project, 48beerproject.com. This is our first check-in of uh, 2019, and so we're going to see where she is and what she's up to. So without further ado, 48 Beer Project, where in the world is Heidi Geist? Here it goes. I think it's like part four. Maybe part five, but a lot of parts. So this is our little interlude here, and we'll go back into the to the Liacus himself, Jack. Six point coming up next. So where where in the world is uh is the forty eight beer project? Uh, this I think is our first call of the year. I think you know we kind of things got a little crazy, but happy belated New Year. Yeah, same to you. I feel like, was it before Christmas? It's been a yeah, while. Yeah, I think we did it right before Christmas. So, yeah, we're, uh, we're jonesing for some for some Heidi. What's 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 shaking, Mama? So, so much. Um, we've been in the South all this time. I was probably in Florida or Georgia when we talked last. Yeah. Uh, so we are presently in NOLA. Oh, nice. And uh, at Par- Parlo Beer Lab, parked outside. And uh, the weather's pretty nice. It's a little bit chilly, but 50s. Uh, <laughs> I can't complain. Yeah, it's f- fucking yeah. vortex up here. It's brutal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, my, my sister-in-law lives in Minnesota. So with wind chill, I think Minnesota. that's like negative 52 or something. Yeah, you got to do the Minnesota. accent. You got to do that. Soda. Soda. Minnesota. How's, how's Churro doing? <laughs> how's Churro? How's... Uh... Yeah. She's adaptive. Yeah. I don't know. She's she's we've adapted to her. Ah. She's uh she's good. It's 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 a nice little dynamic we have going on here. All right. And uh our little watchdog. That's not good. Really, not really conducive to doing bus tours anymore, but you know, having a watchdog aboard. That's good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I thought you were crazy for doing it, so I'm glad that's working. I thought it was one of your more out there ideas, so I'm glad that one's working out. <laughs> no, it's kind of nuts. I mean, we have had days where it's like freezing cold. I'm talking 20 degrees, and there's no heat on the bus, and it's damp outside, and uh, the dog pukes all over. Oh, what? You know? it's like, what oh, on the vent? Just run to the to the laundry room. So, yeah. So you have to like jump up. There's not really anywhere to put anything. Like roll everything up. And shove it in the bag and like <laughs> wait till tomorrow. Find the laundromat. It's crazy. 
Knock on wood. That hasn't happened more than two or three times now, but uh, it's, two or it's three times. Thing for sure. Two or three times. I mean, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger and all that. So. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I hear you. I mean, I. We both have children, so, I mean, you kind of realize once, you know, the first time you get thrown up on it, really, is just kind of a life game changer. Really, not at that point, it's kind of like, eh, what, what, yeah. really, what really could go wrong with this? You know, yeah, it's fine. At least the, yeah. dog, at least the dog's cute, and so it works out well. Yeah, I mean, we've had a few times on the bus where it's, like, pouring rain and we have leaks, and, like, my bed is on the floor now, so, you know, the leak sneaks under the refrigerator under my bed and my bed is soaked and there's nothing I can do about it and you know we're trying to stop the leak by just shoving our only clean towels against the wall and <laughs> have you know sense of puke in the air and you know it's uh sounds so like much fun being homeless yeah it's yeah, kind of like right? yeah right you're like you're kind of like you're mobily homeless it's kind of yeah it's like yeah you can just take but your you know it's those times that make make you appreciate the good times that much more. So there you go. See, I, I you're you're always positive though. I mean, even when yeah, <laughs> even when you're kind of you know doing a lot of bullshit, you always find a way to be positive. So that's why I was I was missing missing a little little Heidi fix. So so you've been you've been busy. I think uh, just just this week, you know, Chamber of Stars came out. One of your collaborations from Union Craft Brewing, which I think is. It's super. I think it's a great label. It's right in your. It, it screams. It screams your your style. So I love that. The skull is pretty badass, and so. It's uh yeah it's uh it's nice to see I I you're you continue to amaze Heidi so I'm I'm, I'm always impressed. Oh, thank you. I was pretty excited for that one. It's um, the skull's there, but it's a little bit less spooky, more. Uh, Going, going back to our human ancestry, and there's actually kind of a cool story behind that one. But yeah, it's nice to see it finally out. I've been wondering because of the whole shutdown and you know the business with label new labels and stuff. Um, wow. You know if there would be a backup in all of these, but doesn't seem to be slowing anyone down. So. Or they're just saying fuck the man and just putting them out there. I mean that'd be kind of fitting. They're just like just yeah, I mean, yeah. There's real shit to worry about. Yeah. Not the goddamn beer labels. I mean, come on. Right. If you're drinking, yeah, a, I mean, if you're drinking I mean, a juicy I mean, IPA, right? If you're drinking a juicy IPA, it's like it really, you really, you really don't give a shit. Like you've kind of just, you know, you're not. Yeah. What what's gonna happen with that? So what's the story? I mean, I mean that's why we're talking to you. We're with the stories, Heidi. What's the story of the of the skull of the label? Give it to us. Well, no, I mean, the concept that, that, that John, the owner, that, and I think it maybe it was a collaborative effort behind or be, between some of them at, at Union, but um, so Chamber of Stars, um, it's based on, there's a, a cave system. Oh, now I'm going to have to look it up. It's something along those lines um, in South Africa, where in recent years they uncovered you know, and this is happening all the time, I feel like, but maybe most recently, um, the oldest known relative of of us. And uh, they were using um, South African hops in the IPA. Okay. That's so cool. I think they kind of were sort of tying together all these things. So, yeah, so Chamber of Stars, so it's like this, you know, um, you can't really see the, the full label in the picture that was up on Instagram, but, you know, so... 
kind of supposed to be this um I'm so bad at talking about my art I don't even know like the right words to use <laughs> but um anyway like if you look at it closely there's it, it kind of combines like the cave system like the tunnels along with sort of background being a little bit more abstract and more just the idea of like you know the transcendence of humans throughout history and and then the skull the most obvious and um you know connecting part to all of it but i guess that's the elevator ride there you go now what's uh yeah, yeah. yeah. so what's been what's been kind of the you know any cool or you know kind of uh things you've kind of had to you know deal with you know living the bus life that's that you haven't expected or at this point is it kind of just you're not even phased by like like the leaky ceilings and the the weird you know the weather and what have you like how you are you adapt is there anything that's kind of throwing you off your your game that's kind of flustering you or what's you know what's, oh, yeah. What's, yeah oh yeah all of it oh yeah no it's great though i mean it's, the thing is it's not like I think people might not really think too much about it, but it's not just like I'm on the road, living the van life, living the dream, going here, camping there, taking these pictures. Like I'm working. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, well, just just as a backup, I don't I don't think that at all. I have yeah. I, I'm I'm oh, no. completely yeah. I'm completely interested in like how the hell you do it, like like just logistics, like just how you're yeah. Because I think the it's more, it's more, the bus is kind of the cool part, like, right? Yeah, exactly. Like to me, it's where where you know get to where I'm going, driving there, dealing with the traffic. Then like when I get out of the car after a long drive, I want to like you know I want to curl up in a ball, and then you have to go and like kiss babies and shake hands, and then come up with an idea, and then be inspired, and then get to you. Know, yeah, I mean, I don't I I have you on because I, I'm completely enthralled by you know the fact that you're making this work and you know doing it in you know in fearless so yeah i mean so that's that if you're listening you think it's fucking easy then you know come on you're you're not you're not doing you're not doing something right put on your boxing gloves yeah no i mean and it's i'm not complaining it's there's been times where i've questioned it like i would i would hope i do like i i hope i go through all these different phases of emotion stuff attached to it but Overall, it's amazing, and I know that in the end, I'm just going to look back and be blown away, but, you know, it's so much work. Like, moving, every time we want to drive anywhere, like, if we want to back up, we have to put everything away so things don't fall and break. So, like, everything is work all the time, you know, and because I have a separate bed that is on the floor, every single morning I have to get up, fold everything up, put it away somewhere, pick up the bed, put the bed somewhere else, cover it up. When I want to sleep, I have to take it back down, put it back together, you know, like every single day, twice a day, you know, every time we do art at the end, we have to clean all the things up and put them away and, and close up the table and lock everything up. And it's just, you know, cooking, we don't have running water. So doing dishes is really challenging and finding drinking water. So it's awesome. Like all these things really contribute to making the experience what it's supposed to be. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not easy. And like finding Wi-Fi where I can send files. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Can you hear that? Yeah. Um, I set an alarm so that I wouldn't forget you were calling. <laughs> anyway, so so yeah, it's it's amazing and it's definitely book worthy for sure. At <laughs> when I have the uh, the energy to do so, but Whew, yeah. yeah, yeah. So so you just got to New Orleans, or is that is this kind of the tail end? Because we're talking to Heidi. Uh, 
this is how we do it, folks. This is we're talking to her on Thursday night, and this is Friday's episode. We don't, you know, mm-hmm. we're giving it to you fresh off the presses. But yeah, like, what's the right? So yeah, you're at part of Beer Lab, right? Is that correct? Yeah, it's like yeah, the, yeah. We just rolled in here this morning, so okay. We'll be here for a few days. We um, we were most recently in in Kiln, Mississippi, at Lazy Magnolia. Um, so yeah, the 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 lowest you can go here. New Orleans. Oh, like just you're talking like on the right map. On the like there wasn't like a what? Oh yeah. <laughs> like I gotta give Huddy oh, a hug. Yeah. yeah, this is our lowest point of the trip. Oh, like oh. Low, no. Oh, it's a dark. <laughs> it's a <low> <laughs> no, it's amazing. No, I love New Orleans. I do too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, my memories are pretty hazy of the last visit here, but I'm pretty stoked. Actually, Ashley's flying back to Maine next week, so it just happens that we're gonna be here. You know, it's Mardi Gras. Uh, oh wow! Cool. We've already been handed two king cakes, so we're getting fatter and fuller. And what are the bananas? What are those things called? With the uh, I forget what they're called. It's like the little pastries. I don't remember? You know, it's like I think. It's, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I forgot the whole called. Yeah, no. there's like a little baby in, inside these cakes. You got to try not to choke on. Mm, um, Jesus. Yeah, there's all kinds of fun stuff going on. The parades and you know. Times. So is Thursday kind of like the start of your week? Is that how you usually usually work, works out? Like- it is, yeah. Yeah, so like Thursdays, I usually roll into each brewery and um, meet up and check the space out and kind of meet people and talk about the beer and talk about, you know, I learned a little bit more about their history and, and what brought them to uh, get into the business and all this and you know, linger for a few days and really absorb the space and talk to customers and drink beer. And it's nice. good. And this is really nice here. They have this beautiful outdoor space. Um, I guess the guy before them did sort of an urban farm. So there's all kinds of like herbs and, and citrus trees and they have a nice little, um, yeah, it's like a really big courtyard actually. So <clears throat> the weather's pretty wonderful to come down I mean, we've had nothing but cold temps and rain and to sit out here in the back and just chill. It's pretty amazing. Now, is your daughter, is she, is that the end of the, the journey for her? Is she just taking some time to go back home? What's the story? Yeah, it's indefinite. I mean, she'll go home and I assume she'll probably stay. She might come, you know, for a visit or who knows. Um, well, that's not really planned out. It's a one-way ticket for now, so. All right. It'll be good, you know, get back and she, you know, needs to get some, get, get her braces off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. You can't miss that. Gotta get, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's probably been counting down those days. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, I remember those days. Sliding my tongue along those smooth teeth. It was amazing. <laughs> All right. Anyway, <laughs> sorry guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got a little weird. Uh, they're called, yeah, beignets. That's what they're called. Like those little, they're like powdered. Oh, those, yeah. Yeah, get those for yeah, her. Little, she should try those. They're like a little fritter, oh, fried dough. Yeah, they're, me? it's like funnel cake, really. But just yeah. like individual Delicious size. Powdered sugar. I mean, you really yeah. can't go wrong. I mean, yeah. anything, if you say pastry or sugar, <laughs> you know, it's all downhill from there. So. Yeah, how does it, like, are you trying to, like, eat, like, the local, like, you can have some crawfish or do, like, you know, like, what do you, like, how's that been, like, food-wise? Is it kind of, is there any, like, good yeah, local, lo- good local dishes that you've had? And be like, holy crap, I need to 
bring this back with me? Well, you know, of course, in the South, it's a lot of barbecue, which is one of my faves. Right. So we've had a lot of smoked meat and uh, whatnot. Honestly, though, I'm so broke. We've right. been just pretty much eating out of the bus. But, um, but yeah, you know, like, that's a huge part of sorry, <laughs> what I'm interested in when I travel is, yeah. like, seeking out the cuisine of, of that culture and... Um, obviously, New Orleans is known for so many amazing oh, yeah. culinary things. So, good use of Definitely. culinary. That was good use of culinary right there. That was good. Culinary, culinary. Circle gets the square. Yeah, last time I was here, I definitely have some gators. So, yeah, you pretty much fry. You pretty much deep like you fry anything or cook. Like it's really you, you can sneak it in there. Put it, you know what I mean? It's, yeah, who would know? Yeah, it's like oh, come on. Fr- you fry anything. Put some sauce on it. I, I used to work at like a, it was like, an, it wasn't a Chuck E. Cheese. It was called like Sahara Sam's. Like it was like a Chuck E. Cheese, but it was one of the worst jobs I ever had. But like, I remember the cooks there would like think it was funny and throw like, you know, uh, actually it's probably a terrible story actually now that I'm saying it. But yeah, it was, they would just throw little things <laughs> that should not be thrown into a fryer in. And I was just thinking like, no one would know if you, you know, serve that to them. I mean, they probably would know it was a rat because of the tail part of it. But, you know, anyway, yeah, so that was, uh, <laughs> it was awful. I was like, I was 14, maybe 15. And I was like, wow. But you didn't do it, of course. You just oh, it. no, I was, I was, I was, I mean, I was, A, I was disgusted. And B, I was like, I kind of like the fries that are made in that thing. I don't know if I can eat those fries anymore. It was like, oh, yeah, yeah there was just like, you guys have done yeah, exactly. It was like, oh, good. You wonder why you get a bad rap. But, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't, uh, Anyway, thank you. Yeah. Well, I'm sharing my awful um, mental me- memories with you, so that's how it's going to go. Yeah. No, it happens. If I have the way I have the great, you know, there's something about talking that we always end up doing that. But um. Yeah. Whatever yeah. I just said, my words came out yeah. really strange. Yeah, they did, but that it's happens. all good. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. I might have Nyquil last night, and I think it's still affecting me. So. Oh yeah. It's good. The good stuff. The good stuff. Well, that's good. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I'm excited to hear what happens with Parlay. Parlez-vous français? All right. Isn't that that's that what it is? Parlay. All right. Parlay. Whatever. Parlay. Uh, whatever. Parlay. French. Parlay. Parlay. All right, Chiro. <laughs> Next podcast, buddy. You're not. You're not, not on this oh one. Goodness. Nice. Are you? Are you? Are you pushing? Are you kicking the dog to make it do that? This is me over there. We're trying to have a conversation on the phone. Good lord. Yeah, right. Good God. Yeah. Yeah, she sees other dogs in this courtyard. Anyway. So. Yeah, it's good good times. It's good to hear your voice again. It's been a while. Exactly. Well, yeah, you can give me a call normally. We are friends. I mean, that's kind of how this thing works. Like, that's why, you know. That's true. That's how, you know, if you're middle of bumblefuck and you need to talk to somebody because you're going a little crazy, especially now that you're going to start talking to Churro because your daughter's leaving. So that'll be interesting. I have no idea. Oh, yeah. Oh, the oh, I, I, myself I, that I do out loud. Oh, Heidi, I have a good idea. Well, I've met you, and we've spent time together. Yeah, I definitely think. I'm not surprised you're going to start talking dog. We're probably sure is going to be like in like you four. Have a dog four I can't remember. No, we have two cats, and they're going to live forever, but that's a whole other story. Oh, have you, you know, dogs get like scared or, or creeped out. They put their ears back and get all weird. Yeah. Like, anyway, I'm not going anywhere with that one. Um, yeah, awesome. I will totally do that. All right, cool. Well, we will talk to you soon. Um, we're glad to get this back, get this ship back moving because we got to get the word out. You're out there grinding it, 
seeing seeing America, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Probably seeing some interesting folks. You know, our uh, fellow Americans. Right. And uh, yeah, um, you're a couple more couple more trips in the South, and then you're heading to the West Coast. So that would be nice. Damn straight. Can't yeah. wait. Damn straight. <laughs> All right, Heidi, we're here for you. We're uh, we're we're pulling for you. We're really proud of you. And if there's anything you need, you know, please don't hesitate. Okay. Totally. Thank you. All right. Talk I'll to you talk soon, my to friend. You soon. All right, everybody. Thank right, you. Bye bye. And there you have it. Checking in with the one and only Heidi Geist out there, or down there in New Orleans, with the folks down there. Just having a good old time. It's a it's a great adventure. We always like to hear what Heidi's up to. She's one of our OG guests here, our first uh, 12-pack, and she's been supporting us. And we try to support her as well. And uh, make sure you follow along with that, 48beerproject.com, the 48 are numbers. And it's 48beerproject on Instagram. And tell Heidi we sent you. Yeah, hopefully, like I said, if she comes to a town near you, you should uh, check her out, say hello, make an introduction. And it's that simple. But... This is episode number 96 featuring the one and only Mr. Jack Liakas. And we're going to get right back into part two. It's a good one. So don't go anywhere. I don't know, where would you go? I mean, you're, the beauty of I mean, you don't have to like be sitting somewhere. It's a podcast. You know, we're pretty, we're pretty mobile, mobile friendly. Take us on the road. Road trips are cool. Bring us along. Send us some pictures. Tag us in your photos. Just have a great fucking weekend. But here it is, part two, Jack Liakis, Six Point Brewery. Brewery. Six Point Brewery. And we're the 16-ounce canvas, so we have 16 points. Let's get back into it. Part two, now. So so what was the, the, the discussion when it was that, hey, we're going to take these cans in a new direction? I mean, were you pushing for that? Was it just kind of, you know, brainstorming internally? What? How did you get to that, you know, jump off point last year? So that kind of all originated from when we started doing, we started doing our own um, beers can out of the brewery here in in, uh, in Brooklyn. So we were started doing what we, what we like to call our, our small batch or, you know, our, our um, specialty beers basically. And when we, you know, we we're going to bring in Ironheart, obviously, and do canning releases. We started, you know, getting into that whole world because before, you know, we 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 don't have a tasting room here, um, and you know, to kind of try to change that, we we wanted to also just show off like what we could do over here, you know, because we've been making amazing beers here for so long, but you know, they've always just been draft only, and you don't necessarily get to enjoy them the same way that way, you know, you, you get to enjoy them at the bar, but there's so much of the story that, you know, you can explain through a can design. And so that whole, when we started getting into that whole world, um, you know, there was a big, a big idea to be like, let's, we got to make these stand out. You know, this, this is our specialty beer. Like how to, you know, they have to be special in all forms, you know, it can't just be the beer. It's got to be how it looks. And, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome to see like how much, design has you know changed in beer over the years you know with all these with all these breweries out there now there's so many breweries and you know everybody's trying to stand out and it's 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 really cool to see like how far the the artwork has come on that side so yeah basically where we were at you know we were like how do we how do we develop our you know our style here and this is kind of when i 
kind of stepped into like doing those and you know it just kind of took my my aesthetic that I like to do you know stuff that I've always wanted to do um you know it all stems from all kinds of directions but like tattoo art like there's all these elements that I kind of get to brought in and it kind of just took off you know it, we started out a certain direction we actually started out a direction that was very different from where we are now um which is a little bit more like some I think it was one of our first releases, if not the first release. Uh, and it was for a beer called Farm to Pint. Um, and it was very clean. It was more, it was it was actually all, you know, I did it all in Illustrator. It was no pen to paper there. So it was like this very different look. And, you know, it, it turned out really cool. But at the same time, it was like, you know, I kind of felt like, oh, this isn't, this isn't the direction where I wanted to go. And I think everybody kind of felt like that in a way, too. So, you know, the more we started talking about, you know, hand-drawn illustration and, you know, Shane at the time, Shane Welch, he was, he was all about, you know, doing everything by hand. I know he still is. And he, uh, he was really, you know, he pushed for that. He was, he was always behind me. I'm like, yeah, man, you know, got to get these illustrations down, like start them on pen and paper. He, he's got a huge, you know, he loves tattoo artwork and kind of Americana. And these are things that we both kind of shared. And yeah, it kind of just like from that point, it just it was like a jump off point and kind of turned into what you, you know, what we have been putting out today. Yeah, if you look, if you look at the the Farm to Pint one, it has a little more of a kind of like infographic iconography on it. And it's definitely uh, different than where things are today. It's definitely, it's a cool label, It's but it's definitely has a little more. Uh, Very different. Yeah. Yeah, it's, little, it's it's that's cool to me though because that doesn't that doesn't look to me like your stuff. So it's cool that you're that versatility there also. So I, that's always amazing that people can work like that's that very much looks like an infographic in a in a very in in a complimentary way. It's really cool. Sure, thanks, man. Yeah, I know it's it's it is fun. I still think that like um, you know being able to explore a bunch of different styles is is definitely. I'm all about that too. I think that's that's a huge part of just being being an artist, being a designer, is to to never be, you know, never pigeonhole yourself too hard into a particular way. You know, at least you know it's fun to experiment. I love I love experimenting, so it never hurts. Yeah, exactly. And again, folks, if you go to release underscore the dot hounds on Instagram, you can see the early sketches of uh, you know the original hootie hootie, which I think. Going back to your other point, I think that would make a killer, killer tattoo. Let's see if somebody over there will. Yeah. It'd be nice, yeah. nice. Who's got the balls to make that like a nice chest plate? You know. I've been waiting, man. I've been waiting for them. Maybe they can pay for you. <laughs> there you go. Let's get a little, let's get a little GoFundMe yeah. going. Get him to get that across his chest yeah. or across his back or something. That'd be good. There's too much. There's too much detail on that one for it to be like a little, little piece. So you know, let's uh, let's go big or go home there. Absolutely, absolutely. So. How how does it go, you know, with with the new label? What's what you know? What happens there? Is there what's the discussions like? What kind of how much time do you have? Can you share a little info on, uh, you know, how much you know you bring these bring these to life? Kind of the uh, you know the the process or project management of it. Absolutely, yeah. Um, you know, I think we're I think we're pretty lucky in in our particular. It's it's for one thing. It's always interesting to see how other people do it because you don't really get a chance to uh, 
to see other people's processes all the time. And, you know, working, I think here at Six Point, we, we work pretty, pretty close with the brewing team. And it's, it's awesome to be able to have these conversations with them directly. And, um, cause you know, we, we also, so I also work with obviously my team here's, you know, the team here is great. And, uh, we have something a little different where we have one of the guys on our team. Um, he, he does basically, he's kind of in the brewing world, but he's also simultaneously in, um, in the marketing world. So he does an amazing job of kind of, you know, if he's formulating an idea for a beer, he's, it's very easy for you know, us to kind of chat between the beer, but then also maybe there could be a look that's involved that he's been thinking about, or, you know, if the brewers had any particular look, but, um, you know, it's, it's actually for most part, you know, they, they come up with the concept of the beer. Um, and then, you know, honestly, it's, it's kind of fair game from there. Like people, obviously, you know, they have some ideas that they, they spit out, but it's, it's usually pretty open and, you know, for, sometimes for beers like Hootie, it's pretty obvious from that. Oh, I've got to do some owl. And it's just kind of came to me like right away. And I just kind of, you know, cranked something out. And it's, you know, sometimes other ones were a little bit more, uh, they're open-ended and you can kind of go crazy on it. And I think, you know, after doing these labels so long that the team definitely has some amount of trust for me at this point. And, you know, they're, they always let me go crazy and if I go too crazy. They say it's too crazy. And if I, you know, it, it's, it's a pretty, pretty awesome process and being able to like have those direct conversations with the brew team and then also have it kind of be a combination of both worlds, you know, the brewing and marketing coming together, bringing the idea together so that it, you know, when it comes to life, it, it really makes an impact. Yeah. I mean, if you're saying they let you go crazy and they tell you and smoothie didn't, you know, that's like crazy label with a skeleton as a blender with his head kind of exploding with, with, with juice or right, a smoothie. Right. If that didn't really, that, that probably, that probably let, uh, let the reins off a little bit and let you go a little crazier. If they're, you're thinking that's not yeah. going <laughs> to, if they're not going to say that's crazy, like, all right, let's see this next one I got for you. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. That was like, so we did smoothie you know, we had done it a few months before and then they wanted to bring it back. And it was one of the earlier labels that I had done. And I wasn't really happy with how the first one turned out. So for that one, I was like, I really got to just I gotta kick this one off and make it, make it ridiculous. And, and as you know, if you look at some of my stuff, I'm obviously there's a lot, there's a lot of skeletons in, in the artwork. That's become a, a pretty, pretty huge team. So that, that pops up a lot. There you go. Yeah, and it, it's like you're talking about the versatility of your, you know, the different styles that you're doing. That that's what I like too. It's not the uh, the same thing over and over again. You know, you've you know, with some of the newer stuff, you're relying heavily on, you know, really intricate patterns, which I think work really well, especially I think on on the six point cans given their size. I think that really allows, you know, it, it's really cool. Yeah. You know, uh, it's what I think sparkler is one and there's another one which uh escaped me that's a really cool pattern i think the you the jammer yuzu jammer one is really yeah so those are the ones yep, yep. that really resonate but they're yeah they're really clean they're kind of infinite endless they don't have like kind of a beginning or an end with them on the patterns and i think it's really it's really cool to see i would love to i would love to see those as uh as sketches how those came to be yeah definitely yeah i'll have to put some of those up i know i think there's there's a few that i haven't that i haven't uh, posted so 
I'll definitely. Which is crazy. Okay. Which is crazy because I think, that, like I said before, like earlier, you had those OG, maybe let's just say eight. I mean, you probably know the exact number, but now there's so many. You know, if you go on, on your your page or at six points, there's so many different beers coming out, which I think is just a really great testament to the you know the evolution of the and growth of that of the brand that you have so many options. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, you know, it's I've kind of tried to take that you know, a little bit of the hand-drawn element and bring it into, you know, our national, our national releases. Um, definitely, definitely have done that with a few beers and it's uh, slow, you know, cause it was previously, it was, you know, there was a lot of pattern work and patterns are generally, the, they kind of work the best for those cans cause it still has the badge. Um, but, you know, there's, there's certain circumstances where I've been trying to, you know, sneak it in, sneak in a little bit more like hand drawn kind of feel into it. So um, we had a, we got a beer coming out here pretty soon. A couple of beers, actually one of them is called uh, dabble, which is going to be it's part of our, uh, our new rotating hop I, IPA series. Um, infinite, it's called infinite loop. That's the series. And um, yeah, that one is like, you can really tell that it was hand drawn. So I've been trying to like kind of push a little bit from the specialty stuff and, you know, slowly kind of bring it into our national scale stuff as well. Yeah. Good example of that. It's kind of weird. The beer I was talking about before with the barrel age four beans, you know, that has the classic front, you know, kind of badge label in the, in the front, but you know, you redid some of the kind of the background on it, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. That one, I was, I was really stoked on that one, how that one came out. Definitely. Um, has a lot of those elements. There's a huge pot leaf on it, right? That's I mean, I'm not, I'm not crazy, right? That's definitely what that is. Right? You know, supposed to be a pot leaf, but I think with our, with our general way that we kind of go about things, it could, it, it works. That makes sense. Ah, dude, come on. I mean, you can claim whatever you want. I mean, I know, I know, people are gonna listen, but that to me, like, it's not even like one of the. It's like a right in the front. I mean, it's like pointing at the star. But hey. Yeah, he's just in the jungle, you know. Yeah, the jungle yeah. Hey, around. if that's your jungle, man, invite me over to that jungle. I'm fucking down with that. Yeah. We're, 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 uh, we're 420 friendly over here, so whatever you... Absolutely. Yeah, whatever whatever works, man. Well, so, beer, you know, we got a beer called Resin over here. We got a beer. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot of... Dabber. Yeah, right. That's been the culture for a minute, so... Yeah, I mean, it's it's subtle. We'll give you that. Yeah, I mean, and it, well, the cool yeah. part is for folks, if you don't know, hops and marijuana, if you look at them, they're they're cousins they're pretty like they're from a science perspective they're almost the same plant so there you go absolutely but we won't we won't get jack in trouble i'll take the blame on that one so i just noticed that and that was in the we'll edit it so it sounds like jack just figured that out right now so yeah never even seen a pot leaf before. i know right mom and dad yeah <laughs> we love you yeah that's that's how i know my parents don't listen i talk about you know we'll talk about it every once in a while i'm like they say they're gonna listen but they never do so so you're fine. So that's how you really know if your your parents are listening. Oh, they they've seen they've seen they've seen it all at this point. Yeah, right. There's no, <laughs> there's, nothing, um, there's, there's no surprising. There's no surprising them. I don't think. Yeah, I well, that's cool. I, I love you guys. I, yeah, much love, mom and dad. Um, so <laughs> because the six point cans are so unique, was that harder because of the fact that? that front pane that you're working with kind of the, the first view is, you know, you have less real estate to work with than a, than a, maybe a fatter, you know, can that you've doing maybe with battery steel or one of the other breweries that you've worked with. 
Yeah, for sure, man. Like, yeah, that definitely, it limits your, your space, which is why I think, you know, for those cans, it's a pattern really does lend well to them. And, you know, it's kind of just turned into, you know, it's, it just looks nice, you know, with, with what we're working with there. I think it, it kind of flows with the other beers and, you know, there's certain ways you can do it where it feels a little bit less patterny per se, but um, it does definitely have some, some drawbacks. And, you know, we, especially since we, you know, when we switched to uh, 12 ounce sleek cans, you know, previously when I first, when I first started working here, we were doing 16 ounce um, tall boys. And that, that at the time was also very rare. Like there was not yeah. a lot of, not a lot of breweries that existed that were doing 16 ounce four packs. Um, so, you know, having that extra space was, was great. And now that it obviously is a lot less, but you know, having, having those challenges is always, is always fun. You know, you try to figure out how you can make it work the best. Now, having been there as long as you have, what was that discussion like? Was, you know, was that something that you were like, were you fighting for the, the, the more real estate or is that just kind of, was it more of a, from a packaging or distribution reason? You know, that's kind of, I mean, it's a very, like you said, those 16 ounce tall boy, thin, you know, thinner cans in a four pack at the time. I, I don't, there was no one doing that. I think the closest probably you could argue is maybe Oscar Blues, I think, did some 16 ounces for a right. while. Maybe the, yeah. they, then they went to the 19.2, I think. So they might, they might have even done those. And then the idea of a, a tall boy was like a bad joke about a Budweiser. So, I mean, I think it was really, right, right. really unique at the time, especially even the box. It was, it was, a, it was a box of four. And like I said, yeah. that was, you know, that was in of its own category for a long time, which is saying a lot. So how did that discussion go? I and mean, were you kind of thinking like, Oh shit, like we have, we're, we're fixing, we're messing with something that's been pretty solid. You know, how did that discussion go? It, well, I think definitely the reason why we ended up switching it up was so we were at the same, we were doing both the 16 ounce tall boys, but then resin at the time was, was actually the 12 ounce sleek. So, and at that time, I don't know anybody that was doing, you know, a 12 ounce sleek can, which is, you know, just made it kind of cool. It was a big beer. So it makes sense. Yeah. It made it feel a little bit special. So I, my, I definitely think that's the reason that, to yeah. switch everything. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. It's a, silent silent killer yeah uh he you know i think we switched everything up though because we realized you know for a while that format worked for us when we were smaller you know around the new york city area people you know it was just it worked you know worked in delis but we definitely saw some drawbacks there where like you, you know the original packaging didn't show the beer on there at all like it just said you know it had the badge it had our star, uh, it had our word mark, but other than that, like, you, you wouldn't be able to tell what was in the, the package. So that definitely had its drawbacks. You know, we, we also saw just as we expanded, you know, the six pack was just still king. You know, people, we, I remember a lot of people would, you know, when, when a 16 ounce four pack wasn't, wasn't common, a lot of people would be like, oh, why am I going to buy that when it's less beer? you know, one that I could get a six pack that's a little bit more at the same price. And, you know, that happened a lot. And I think there's definitely some like wholesaler, um, wholesaler move that kind of helped, helped move that along, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's tough to be, 
try when you're doing something different, it's 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 good and bad to be the original, like kind of an early adapter or an originator or something, because you want to. St- that's the dream of any brand is to be able to pop and stand out. And you know, we always talk about standing alone and all, all you know that from a imaging standpoint. But not to insult many of the listeners, but you know, beer drinkers aren't always the most sophisticated people. You know, they know what they like, and you know, if something's different, it kind of there's a crew that loves the difference but there's a lot of folks that are just like oh that seems weird to me and i'm gonna go back to the old trusted faithful so yeah it it makes sense right yeah i mean it's funny because you see now it's you know previously bottles were you know that was kind of what you know that was like the ideal vessel for craft beer and you know there's it's been a pretty pretty massive moving into like those 16 ounce cans now it's funny to see how you know how things move around that way i agree yeah, yeah i agree and, and i've noticed again going through your stuff release underscore the dot hounds on instagram you guys have done a few bottles right you know so that's kind of that's putting in kind of a new yeah yep we definitely have spin off which, which is rare for us I right think. yeah i would say it's super rare right where most people go yep. bottles to cans you guys having any bottles to me like to me you i i i, I associate six point with cans like to me they've always been you know like you're saying yep. before that from from the from the jump uh you know it's been that way yeah for sure and you know it's yeah it's funny it's funny when we did do that but you know i think there's merits there's obviously merits to both i think you know like there's i don't you know it's not like i won't drink bottled beer or anything like that obviously it's just like that was kind of our our shtick for like so long was like we're just going to be cans only um but you know like you said like that's also kind of pigeonhole yourself for for really no reason you know it's there's no reason to stick in, in one particular format you know i think we found with like certain beers they would just do better in bottle um and i still think that certain beers you know seeing it in a bottle does make more sense you know whether it's like a good you know, big imperial stout, or sometimes you know these these wild beers that we actually couldn't even can, like the uh, the one that we did in a bottle, which was wild raspy. That was you know wild fermented, so they wouldn't even let us can that on the uh, on the canning line because it was you know they didn't want to contaminate anything. So certain beers like that, it just makes sense, and you know I think it's I think it still works out both ways though. Hell yeah. I, I, I agree completely. So we, we've, we mentioned you worked, you do some work with other breweries, you know, uh, which I think is really cool too. Uh, and if you check out the Instagram, you can see the, the graffiti style marshmallow vibes, which is, which is nice. But what, what do you, uh, what kind of beers are you drinking? What are you, what are you into these days? What's, uh, what's your go-to? I mean, obviously being at the brewery, you're probably a little spoiled over there. So what are you, uh, yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, we're definitely lucky over here for sure. We, we uh, never, never in short supply of beers, but uh, what right now I'm trying to like, what like in particular or just styles or we we have we have so much going on all the time here. It's, Got, it's, there's no wrong. Yeah, one thing with me, there's no wrong answers, so it's I don't, I don't have yep. any pretense. I just have a. Yeah, I mean, I for sure. I mean, Pilsners for me is just like that's my that's kind of my bread and butter. Like a good Pilsner to me is is just about the best thing and you know i love going to other breweries and you know 
there, you know, there's a lot of different styles that people are doing and there's all kinds of new adjuncts and stuff. But, you know, when I, when I see a brewery that does like a really good Pilsner, just straight up, like I, I love that. And I, and I just, you know, I have a lot of respect for people that can, that can brew a beer like that. Just amazing. You know, it's, it stands out in a way that, that some of the other ones may not, you know, it's such a classic style, but it's just, it's, it's one of the best. And to me, it, yeah, that's, that's kind of been, kind of been my jam for, for a long time. I think uh, the brewers are rubbing off on you. Cause I, I hear that a lot. And I think that that last year was kind of an epiphany for me that you're talking about the adjuncts and what have you. And I could argue, or you could argue, you know, that a lot of times it's, maybe hiding some shit it's not it's a little kind of be a little trick you know with it with the adjuncts and what have sure, you for, sure. but to me for, for everything i've learned and i'm i'm pretty novice on the brewing i've tried a few times but the pilsner to me is what really that 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 sets the kind of, that's kind of like the litmus test for a good brewery and so really, absolutely because man. you can't yeah. you can't hide anything it's 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 time consuming it's not sexy. Yeah, it's yeah, insanely it's, difficult to do, and I think a lot of people also don't, you know, if you're not if you're not like you know, in the industry, I guess you might not necessarily get that. But it, yeah, it's 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 really difficult to be able to brew that beer, that style. Well, it just it takes a lot of time, and like you said, and it's there's a, there's a lot that goes into it. So yeah, it's just it's when you when you do find a brew that has that, and it's just classic like. Um, one of my favorites actually right now is, is from Hudson Valley. They, they do a, a Pilsner and it's just, it's amazing. It's fantastic. And, uh, you know, they do all their beers are, are great, but I, I remember trying that one and I was like, yes, like they, they fucking got this too. Like they can do that shit. And then they also do this. So it's kind of like having that backbone where you're like, okay, yep. They're, they know what they're doing. Yeah. It says a lot. Cause it's unforgiving. It's really, it's a really, time consuming and you know detailed process and so yeah that's really kind of and that's more i I listen to these different interviews of you know folks and people just keep coming back to that and it's not the sexy wait in line for it or oh my god dude they're having a killer pills and release over at so-and-so but it really it's the it's it's kind of the tried and true you know that with uh you know my boy uh, Dom over at Beer Culture always talks about the Kolsch is his favorite go-to. It's just kind of like those old yeah, yeah, yeah. traditional styles that, you know, they stand the test of time. And, uh, you know, there isn't, they're not as sexy, but, I, I you know, so I, I couldn't agree. I couldn't it's agree. got us to where we are here. Right, yeah, it's all, yeah. I, I think it's cool. And it's nice to be able to drink a beer that's, you know, not eight or nine percent and you know if you have two of them you feel like that is know. also yeah that's also nice when you can have when you can have a few and you don't yeah you can knock off your chair <laughs> yeah it's like i can go have a beer and, and not feel that's like yeah and not feel like i've completely given up the rest of my day it's like okay amen to that brother amen to that so this next question is is one i think given your you know your music background and your family and what have you, you know, what kind of, uh, what kind of tunes you're listening to, you know, what are you listening to when you're creating? What's, uh, you know, what's on the, on the Jack playlist, you know, drop, drop some, some music knowledge on us. What's bringing in the new year. Yeah. That, yeah. That definitely is a huge part of the, the process for me. Um, you know, there's like, I think if, if anybody has seen, you know, people that have seen me work, it's like kind of funny. And I, I definitely like get into the zone when I'm working. Like I have to like 
it's kind of like I'm, I, I'm a horrible multitasker. I can never do shit. I can't do two things at once. Not happening. Um, I can't even have a conversation with somebody if I'm doing something. Just <laughs> have to be completely locked in. So like, it's art. Like if I'm ever doing, if I'm ever working, I am like totally locked in. So, uh, and and music is a huge part of that. You know, when I when I do get into that kind of space, you know, I've got to have the music going. And I. I listen to a lot of different kinds of music um, and it changes quite a bit, but I mean, you know, I've been for the last few years, I've been pretty, pretty heavily into a lot of house music, um, a lot of techno music, but that kind of is that, that kind of music to me, it just like really helps you kind of stay locked in. It's very repetitive. It kind of, it keeps you like in the zone. And I've just found that it works really nicely with how I, how I work. But, um, you know, there's, there's all kinds of stuff, you know, I, listen to everything from like reggae and um one of the bands that i've been that i've been listening to a lot actually this this at the end of last year is um this band krongbin who are like a kind of like a psychedelic rock trio who are you know it's instrumental stuff but they're you know one of the one of the bands that i've that i've discovered recently i've just been like totally totally digging their their style um yeah, I don't know. I try to change it up as much as I can, but a um, lot of, yeah, a lot of house, a lot of techno <laughs> sprinkled in there. What kind of, is there, is there certain DJs or, or, you know, mixes that you're listening to that we could uh, add to our playlist? Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, let's see. I mean, Masio Plex is a, uh, is a DJ that, that is on heavy rotation with me. Um, who's he's an American actually, but he's, you know, obviously living in, living in Europe now. Um, Project Pablo, awesome house DJ that, that have been, that have been uh, listening to a lot. Um, who else here? You know, there's like classics like Carl Cox. Um, he's, He's, he's unbelievable. He's been, he's like 55 and he's, he's still teaching. I love it. He's, he's got this unbelievable energy to him. Um, and he, yeah, he's kind of like this timeless, timeless, uh, character in there. Um, yeah, I don't know. I could, I could keep going. Like I'm trying to think like what else, um, Leon Vinehall, um, also another amazing house producer. Uh, Bicep, yeah. There's a there's a there's a bunch. Bicep, Bicep's a huge one actually. Bicep, like uh, arm, like your arm. Yeah, Bicep. Yep, okay, they're great. They have a whole they and their branding also. Like I think they just can nail everything out of the park. Their music's amazing, and they just have this awesome this look to them. It's kind of all centered around like Arnold Schwarzenegger, like powerlifting, like this kind of 1980s kind of funny tongue-in-cheek vibe but it just everything about it is fucking awesome so awesome well if yeah you get a, if you get a chance check out both oh yeah this is mean that a guy i wouldn't change this is my probably my favorite questions because it has nothing to do with really I me mean, in a way because if you're yeah. using it to create so that's really the reach i use to justify it but back in the day i mean i was not a turntable dj but i had a radio program in connecticut for 10 years and so i just love to get toned to, yeah, to, yeah. to new music my wife actually bought me a, a 
DJ controller, like a Pioneer uh, starter kind of deck for Christmas. So I don't oh, know. Nice. I'm, I'm excited. I don't know how well it's going to go, but yeah, I, man, I, I will be. Yeah, sure. I will be. I will be happily playing tunes for my, you know, my my kids' birthday parties at the very least. You know, who brought yeah. that? <laughs> But uh, but yeah, that's kind of yeah, I, I'm DJ just dad, I'm, DJ Dad going. Yeah, I was thinking DJ Dad Bod might be the my my, my handle, but I don't know. We got a few <laughs> op- got a few options we're working with, but uh, I was excited Absolutely. to have a crossfader. Like that was my lo- we used to have all the channels at the radio station, and so I just you know I bring in all sorts of stuff. So I just just yeah, simply man, for the just simply for the backyard, dude. I'm just excited to be able to run a crossfader when I'm putting the mix together for a barbecue. So I mean, the the bar set pretty yeah. low. I'm pretty. I'm pretty. Uh, yeah, man. I'm not the uh, the pioneer uh, niche market, but I'm pretty excited to, to kind of make a make an ass of myself. Maybe I'll start uh, DJing. Oh, yeah. DJing. Uh, so you got to start that way. Yeah, yeah. I'll just DJ. Yeah, I'll start DJing breweries and, and beer festivals. Yeah, that'll be one of my goals. Yeah, man. Let me know. Let me know. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna call in a favor. I'm like, hey. And you're like, oh. <laughs> DJ can release. There we go. There we go. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll do it up. So, so Jack, yeah, man. Th- thank you. I appreciate it. You're you're easy. You're easy guest. I could uh, talk to you for hours, and I think that we'll, you know, we'll definitely get a good hang in the future. You, I, yeah, no, I appreciate it. I yeah, mean, it's yeah. real easy. Sometimes it's a little. You know, we've been doing this for a while, so they can't all be home runs. But we definitely have somewhere it's a little more pulling teeth. You know, you're uh, you got a good energy and you're a natural storyteller. You know, you love what you do, you enjoy life, so you make for a really easy, uh, really easy hang. Thank you, man. Appreciate it, AJ. Yeah, thanks for having me on here. I really, really appreciate it. Love what you're doing. Uh, keep it going, man. Yeah, definitely. And like I said, you're right down the, the design road. world. Loves it. The design community is all about it. Really? People know. I hope other people are too, but yeah, I hope other people. I mean, design people are about it. That's cool. If you got, yeah, if you ever, yeah, just let the people know. We love them all. So it's yeah, we're we're doing it. We're having a great time, and I'm in Connecticut. So when I uh, when I get out to Brooklyn again, I'll, I'll make sure I reach out. I love the one of our bucket lists for everybody. Please do, man. Yeah, we love to crack a couple cold ones in 3D and you know what have you. So I, I appreciate all you're doing. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Give me a shout. You're always welcome. All right, my man. You heard that, folks. He said it. It's on. I recorded it. It's on. It's on the tape. <laughs> you it's might. Yeah. I'm invited, but you're like, oh, you can leave now, please. You've been here for the whole day. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that wasn't part of it. Yeah. All right, man. Congratulations right, well, on yeah, yeah, congratulations on all you're doing. Like I said, the the new generation of cans is are great, and I think it's uh, you, you're bringing them to life, and they're all unique, and you know they're not stagnant and you know, you're doing something really cool. So you should be really proud of that. And so just thanks again for being a part of it. Thank you. Thank you. All right, man. You have a good weekend. 2019 is going to be a banger right. and we'll, uh, we'll get together. And Absolutely, cause a ruck. man. We'll cause a ruckus soon. I promise. Sounds good. All right. Cheers, my friend. All right, AJ. Bye, thanks, buddy. man. All right, bye. Take care. And there you have it, folks. Soundtrack provided by the one and only Mr. Jack Liakis. These are some of the jams that he picked out for you. I don't think he knew that. But we keep it subtle like that. That's what we ask about people's favorite music acts or what they're listening to. We got a little bicep in there. Sometimes it's hard. This one is... Uh, Kroon... Yeah, I don't know. I've totally butchered the hell of that one. 
Then we had Maceo Plex. There's just some good ones. I'm excited because I, I saved a bunch of these down, so I'm gonna be, I've been listening to it already on the old Spotify where you can listen to us. So, you know, add this to the playlist. And, uh, you know, who knows? We'll be doing uh, maybe a little DJ Dad Bod in the future. Maybe some of the beds in the future will be stuff that we, uh, we hack up for you. Who knows? I don't know how to do that, but... It'll be fun. And it was a fun, it was just fun talking to Jack. I I'd really, I just dig his, you know, his energy, really humble. He loves his job, loves the people he works with, the, you know, the crew over there. And, you know, you, you feel that, you know, he's uh, no egos. He wasn't, you know, he's super humble. And, you know, I, I appreciate that. So it's just nice. I, I think, you know, I've been really blessed and, you know, Every time we sit down, you know, we've had some crazy things going on outside the studio. You know, this last couple of weeks has been a little weird, you know, with my day job and stuff like that. But when you get to meet good people, it just makes it all worth it. You know, this is my creative outlet. This is something I get to put out there into the universe. And you you all, you know, are in my orbit and you, you join me and you have been nothing but positive and, you know, really appreciate what I'm doing. And we're, you know, we're doing it together because you encourage, you, you, you promote or share, retweet, whatever the hell it is, retweet, like, um, I think that's all the stuff, right? And, it, uh, it's encouraging. It keeps us moving. It keeps us looking to find, you know, the next artist, find artists at different stages of their career. And it's really cool. I mean, I, I love the fact that he's been there for seven years. A lot of people go to college for seven years. They're called doctors. Let us know if you know that movie. If you do, you get a high five and a cold beer. But yeah, and it just, when you're there so long and you love your job, it doesn't feel like work. You know, it's cliche, but you know, it just, you're, you're bringing other people's visions to life and it's really helping there, especially with the, you know, the rise of social, you know, the work of, you know, of Jack and, and Six Point really, you know, gets it out there. And so it's really, it's just really cool to see. Like I said, it's a, it's a brewery that I have very fond memories of at the Gathering of the Vibes and other music fests. And so it's just really cool to, to be able to share this one with you, especially being over there in Brooklyn. And I definitely uh, will be crushing some brews with, with Jack in the future and the crew over there. And then uh, seeing where the night goes. So we want to thank you once again. My name is AJ. This is episode number 96. We're getting close to that century mark, and it's going to be awesome. Feel free to reach out. It's AJ at 160zcanvas.com. Shoot an email. Let us know about you, what you're doing, what you're digging, what we're doing. Doing, 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 digging, 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 doing. And we'll see. So we do have some end-of-the-hour end of the episode bad news um you know like to get to the end when we have you feeling good but we will not be putting on an event at cbc this year um some things out of my control fell through and i just not feel that we could put together a quality product you know that would be to the level of the art of craft beer show we did last summer so we are looking for new opportunities new venues new ways to get creative, get crazy, get silly, get funky, get wacky, get drunk, get happy, and uh, do it all together. So we were, while one door closes, many more open, and we will open them together, and it'll be very exciting. So don't be sad. It's for the best. And uh, until next week, we thank you, we love you, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye, everybody.